Welcome to the latest United We Stand uh, podcast brought to you in association with Betfred. Uh, your host today is me, John Ashton, uh, in the absence of a couple of our usual stalwarts. Uh, we'll try to do our best. Uh, with me, I've got Stu Edwards, James Young and former Plymouth Argyle striker John McCauley. Uh, and we're going to give you our musings based on United's uh, 2-0 win over Wolves. Um, again, it won't live massively long in the memory, but we'll try, try to give you uh, a little bit of uh, insight into to what's gone on. Um, Stu, Hiya. Wolves at home, <laughs> not a game we traditionally look forward to. I think I'd read this morning that in the last 10 games against Wolves, there's only been nine goals. Um, not one to really look forward to. No, more importantly, I don't think I've ever seen on the scoreboard Wolverhampton Wanderers. I might be wrong. If, some, if someone can write in and let us know. It looked, know. It looked a very long word Did today. they fit it on? Did they it's, I thought it was never, normally never Wolves. Noticed, yeah, but so that's all I've got to say on the match really today. Someone's obviously passed the spelling test. <laughs> um, Wolves at home, Wolves in general. Yeah, it's never a high-scoring game, is it? Um, they came frustrated a bit. I thought Costa was really good for them up front, actually. Chasing everything down, causing a, you know trouble like he always does. Um, we didn't have much quality first half, I don't think. Again, Bruno running like he does. I thought Anthony was OK. Um, but got the job done. Obviously, selling the fanzine, missed the second goal. But, yeah. as, as ever. <laughs> but yeah, we'll take that. 2-0. You know, Newcastle have dropped you know, a couple of points, uh, so it just keeps that little bit of gap at the moment until the Scousers play on Monday night, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, it just keeps us ticking over. We've just got to try and get some confidence in the next couple of games, haven't we? And players back fit sort of thing and you know, manage some game time before uh, that game in June. James, not a figure, not a game that you usually put a big circle around when you look at the fixtures? No, I mean, I don't think United versus Wolves has got a great track record when it comes to being an entertaining fixture, to be honest. I think... One of the most boring games we've ever been to was that um, FA Cup game away at Molyneux that was nil-nil, and they always seemed, for a period it always seemed like they always beat us. So it's nice to, to get a, a result against them, and I hope they go down. To be honest, because just <laughs> I think, I think they're just about safe. Now. Yeah, no, I know, but if they weren't safe, <laughs> they, were, they are a team that I'd like to get relegated the most. Yeah, no, I agree. They're like a different side. Yeah. John, big three points out though. Huge. I mean, um, you know, you can't underestimate United's home um, results this season. I think we've let eight goals in all season, and. Read somewhere that like the next best is 16 and 17, so it's a tough place to come, Old Trafford again. So you know when we're looking for positives at the end of the season, we're grinding out results. I thought Villa would have been a potential tripwire a few weeks, a couple of weeks back. So again, they've done a professional job at Old Trafford. I just wish they could transfer some of the form away from home. <laughs> What's a good point, though, oh, shoot, Because I, I mean, basically, you're still getting 11 v 11 on a 100 meter long pitch. You know, yep. how can it be so different? When you're playing at home, I mean, it's obviously a mental. It just goes to show it is a massive mental issue. I totally agree. It's got to be a mental thing. We're for this this season, especially against the top nine or ten, is absolutely just unacceptable. No matter how bad a season you're having, one point from twenty-four, and that that was just about after after winning to, uh, you know, winning two 0 at Tottenham, uh, ended up at a point there. So that that form is beyond relegation form. Uh, if it wasn't for the own form, but you you turn, state me obvious, turn two or three of them. A couple of draws and whatever, you know. Obviously, the last minute against Palace, injury time, loser to Arsenal. But you just turn a couple of them even into wins or draws. Right. Yeah, even two or three, and before you know it, you, you're knocking on winning the league. You know, another seven or eight points, and you'd have been right on City and Arsenal's tails. And that's 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 the harsh facts, really. That's where we are. But are we those two or three players short? Well, yeah, we are. Obviously, we're, so that's we're that's a goal game that always sticks out in my mind. You know, the nil-nil. Yeah. Just games like that where yeah. it's just not. But at least today they were clinical and they, you know they actually scored two goals. But a couple of times, especially in the last couple of months at home, like you were saying, they've just not had that instinct to just chill teams off that the, at the start of the season they were doing. Did you look at the team today and think where the goal's going to come from? Because 
you know, Fernandez has got ten, but it's not a massive yeah. value. You know, Martial's on six or seven, Anthony dating it. There's not really a lot of goals in that team. I was disappointed to see Alanga and Veghorst on the bench because obviously they're goal machines. But uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I think it's an area we need to address in summer, isn't it? Obviously, Rashford didn't play today. Uh, he is a goal machine and, and he's carried us at times but that was another thing why today was just great professional performance getting getting two goals and three points against a team that could frustrate us and have frustrated us frequently in the past so so yeah you know it was it did look it did look uh, it did look tricky before but fair play they done done what they had to do if you're going to pick your last four fixtures of the season you're basically going to look for teams that are 10th to 14th and you technically on the beach as they say um, you couldn't wish for four better fixtures could you than we've got you couldn't but you know Chelsea are going to rock up here and probably uh, do something don't you they've been probably very average again today against a, a team who are fighting relegation but you know that but you know it's, it's a shambles there but I'm sure it'd be a different story in about 10 days time when they turn up at Old Trafford um, so who else we've got Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth away yeah. Fulham at home last yeah, so, well, we're Bournemouth on the beach isn't it more or less so yeah so hopefully they will be um, but yeah don't get beat I think four points might do it mightn't it for most two games um, sorry for getting Fulham just just for Chelsea and Bournemouth games if you, you probably, I'd probably take four points now uh, and, and then hopefully you know hoping that last game of the season we don't need a win to finish fourth obviously depending on what the Scousers do against Leicester on Monday night but you know we've thrown it away but I think Liverpool were 12 maybe 14 points behind us about five six weeks ago so it has been a bit of a shambles in the last uh, month or so so at this moment in time you would take uh, top four, you know, not for granted, but if it was a choice of finishing top four and winning a cup, winning a cup all day long. Um, do you think that just settles a few nerves today, though, John? Because I think people were a little bit edgy that. You know, uh, absolutely. You know, the Scousers, made hard work of it. Scousers have been on such a run, you can start to feel them breathing down your neck now. And today was crucial. If we hadn't have got three points today, I think we're giving them the impetus, aren't we? So today's probably the most important of the last four games that we had, and we've done a job, as I say. So yeah, we've got what we need four points from three games, something like that. Yeah, so. I think we're on sixty. Stu's got the table up there, so we're four points here, Liverpool, sixty-six points. Like I said, the maximum anyone can it's get. Like I think goal difference, obviously. We're seven, not with... Seventy-one. So yeah, we, six points definitely does it for us, and you might be right that four points might get us there. Um, probably shouldn't have been in that position, but at least uh, you know with the f- favourable fixtures. Right then it's, just a then, then it? it's, it's ours to lose in that respect, isn't it? Um, yeah. Does attention start th- that from your mind then start turning towards a cup final after that result today, or do you still think we've got a, enough work to do there to? I think to put it to, to ju- just your mind. just confidence. I think obviously Varane came back today, a bit rusty maybe. Um, but again, it's just managing that game time. Maguire clearly is never going to start another game for United. That's that's apparent. Uh, Ganacho's come back fit. Um, but again, Bruno's playing every minute. Uh, Casemiro can't do a tackle without getting booked. So that's a bit of a worry because he gets booked early on. And he's sort of like not the same player, is he? Um, but all over the park, it's still a, still a little bit edgy. Um, and Varane pinged one back to De Gea. It was an awful back pass in the first 10 minutes. You know, and The last thing we should be doing, I think, is giving it back to De Gea full stop. But clearly that's not going to happen. Because, <laughs> yeah, because obviously that's the way he wants to play. Um, but the fact that Lindelof has played you know, ahead of Maguire in his position, basically today, and Luke Shaw's obviously been stepping in there a few times, we, we think we know the back four if, 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 you know, if everybody's fit. 
Um, so that it would be Martinez, but obviously that's not going to happen. So it's, it's, it's very, very much looking like Shaw, Wambazaka, Lindelof, Lindelof. and uh, Varane. What's interesting you say that because I know Shaw's done really, really well at, at centre back um, since he's been in there. But I think the problem with putting him in there is you lose quite a lot of left back as well. You do. Um, yeah. he's, he, you know, he has done well in there. Did he play there against City? He did Michelle. play there. Well, he's played there against, against City. Ireland, he's played against yeah, Barcelona. I'd yeah. have absolutely no yeah. problems with him playing there. But, like but I said, just think we lose quite a lot by playing him. You know, yeah. a, a right back at left back or it's a tough somebody one. quite an experience something you have just mentioned there it's quite interesting um, yeah. Garnacho mm. who I think on the slide United have missed quite badly you know people have talked about they talked about Ten Hag's substitutions um, earlier on in the season and how he's able to make a change from the bench I think almost since Garnacho's um, injury he's gone the other way and his substitutions haven't really worked very well how much of a difference do you think having someone like that on the bench um, has today because it must just be, especially when you're 1-0 up against a team that's you know going to start to attack against you it must give you an extra dimension being able to bring on someone with that pace because I thought he, again he, he sort of made a massive difference when he came on Yeah I think that the problem that Garnacho had it was almost similar to Alanga last season whereby he was almost at risk of being overplayed too much that it was actually going to hamper his development because he's still not quite ready to start every game but in terms of a player like to come off the bench like we saw against West Ham yeah, an impact player Exactly you know he's one of those sort of it's like Makeda but better basically the way that he makes that, that impact and even when he came on the last 10-15 minutes today it was clear that he was trying to win balls more he was trying to take players on he's just got that sort of burst of enthusiasm and because he's not played as much as everyone else he doesn't seem as tired Lack of fear yeah you probably want him to play almost 90 minutes if possible In because he was fantastic against, against City in the derby when yeah, he came on he again, changed the game so going, going back to the games we've got left you probably want him to play as much as 90 minutes as possible a week before the final against Fulham it's a home game, you know what I mean? Hopefully, top four pressure will be off, all being well. Uh, you want him to get a good 70, 80 minutes under his belt, don't you, before that cup final? I mean, he's, he's in with a chance of starting, maybe. I think so. I think, uh, you know, it's easy to pile on Sancho. I know there's uh, mixed opinions on him and, and uh, there's, there's a bit of negativity towards him. But for me, Ganacho creates moments of danger much more often yeah. than Sancho does. So you've got to play him in them big games. We could even say Anthony on the other wing because I think he just, he's a bit more. There's more output from him from my, my money, you know. And fair play to Anthony, he's done well today with his with his yeah. setting a goal up, um, covered perhaps scored himself. But it's about it's it's no good threatening, it's no good looking good. You've got to have some numbers at the end of it. You know, you have yeah. to be able to be able to say, look, I've set these goals up, you've scored these goals, and I don't like using them terms all the time about assists and things like that. But things like that are important. There's no point being on the pitch and having no end products. And I think Garnacho's minutes per goals or assists, I think, is. Yeah. far better than any of the players brilliant and, and obviously he's, we've got to be thinking ahead to next season as well I'm, I'm sure he is as a player he's just signed a new contract so clearly you wouldn't expect to, you know, the club to bring in anyone sort of like in that position again uh, and he's got to you know, be managed he's still a young lad you know. Um, you don't, don't, don't want to burn him out by Christmas but he's got to play a lot more minutes next season hasn't he uh, so stay fit you know, have a good pre-season and then, and then go in August but um, yeah he's, he's, he's certainly a danger he's I suppose he's a bit of the unknown in terms of what he can do or you know his pace speed he's, he's, he's a bit fearless and that against you know well it'd be against like Kyle Walker you'd think but again I think he'd give Kyle Walker a run for his money pace wise and on a big Wembley pitch again maybe pushing it a bit to, for him to start the game but if he was well, the, he never it, seems to have quite the same impact from the no, start as he does no. from the bench so like you said maybe coming on the last half an hour if we're still in the game at Wembley and you know hot June day, uh, trying to chase the game or trying to nick it, maybe that that could be, you know, could be crucial. James, um, all thoughts then move towards Wembley now. Um, are you a little bit more optimistic because the mood around the club has, well, certainly around the supporters, has been one of pessimism. You know, three months ago there wasn't seemed like there was much in it, whereas now people are just sort of 
you know, terrified of the game. But do you think that still United fans' mood's lifting a little bit? Cause I don't know. I mean, I was having a discussion with someone on, on Monday and uh, they were genuinely asking me, do you think United have bottled top four now because they're going to lose the rest of their games? Because I think the problem is, especially within you know, parts of United's fan base, after they lose two games, it's instantly, oh, everything's going terribly and we're not going to get top four. And you know, I think the takeover's not helped everything because Ten Hag doesn't know next season who he can sign and what budget he's got. But I think looking forward towards the cup final, the only way I can see United getting something from it is if City go, well, we're more interested in winning the Champions League and the treble's actually not that important to us because the Champions League is, is what that entire project is about. Um, but even then, I still think the, the, the strength and depth they've got in their squad, I think their second team could still be our first. It's an interesting debate, mate, there, because obviously everyone will be praying for a Real Madrid win next week, but do you think, <laughs> do you almost think that Real Madrid beating City would sort of hinder our own cup chances? Because obviously if City, that was their final game of the season. And I know it's a hor- an awful M- million dollar question, about, yeah. mate. I know, and I, ju- I just think studying now, regardless of what we do again in the next, in, in, you know, the remaining league games and who stays fit and who doesn't. I, ju- I just think that, you know, whatever starting eleven we put out, and no matter what what we do, I just think City have to have a bit of an off day, and we need everyone to be, you know, eights, nines at least, and that's not really happening it's, at the moment. It's not happened for a couple of months, is it? All over the pitch. Which is why these next three games are crucial because yeah. we need to go into that final on good form. Well, it's a good point because I, I still remember if you remember the Mourinho season when we had Chelsea in the cup final and mm-hmm. he was desperate to finish second and, and we kind of went into the cup final with zero momentum where we'd scraped over the line and I, I think that has an impact. It's all right saying, oh, you might be fresher. I would rather go into a final knackered but on with good momentum like we did yeah. in 99 yeah. like almost any, any sort of big teams doing now. Exactly. just winning every you, week you, aren't they exactly you don't seem to feel if you're winning games every week you don't seem to feel that tiredness yeah. and I think United could be fresh <clears> but I think you have to have that bit of momentum going into a final like that no absolutely I'm, and again you know I'm studying now and I, 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 before before the first leg in Madrid I did think City were going to get three I thought they were, were going to get a result there and they were actually brilliant first 30 minutes if they could have been a couple up maybe um, I hope I'm wrong but I do think they're going to get to the final um, and obviously it's one of the Milans but they will obviously have there's a, there's a week isn't there there's a week from, from a cup final yeah. to that yeah, so, so there's yeah. a lot of rest Yeah, that's, I, not I, foregone, I don't... that's not a foregone conclusion either if they play one of the um, Milan sides in the final it's looking more likely to be into I think Serie A is stronger than people well, give it credit for it's not think. necessarily that but if, if there is a team that's going to stop City winning the Champions League final it's going to be a team like Inter that are going to sit back and just really frustrate them and just hit them on the counter attack similar to how I mean he's not there anymore but when Mourinho won the Champions League with Inter he did that exact same thing basically against uh, Guardiola when he was at Barcelona and just wound him up and you can, you can beat him as a football manager um, Ten Hag did it this season by doing the same thing Solskjaer used to do it every yeah. week yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, sorry and he's, and he's going back to so like um, City and United and being able to rest players like you said James and they've got like a second team almost that's the difference I mean he's managed De Bruyne really well this year hasn't he he's sat out a lot of games and been taken off but again Bruno's playing every minute um, and again if they, if they put you know for me if they win at Everton tomorrow that's for league that's for league done so potentially their last game Brentford away might be irrelevant but might be irrelevant so that they're gonna have a week's rest before the cup final. to an interesting question actually and I've asked a few United fans yesterday and the answer's been quite resounding surprising actually so would you rather win the cup no let's just listen to it would you, <laughs> would you rather United lose the cup final or sign Harry Kane in the summer or would you rather United win the cup and after the game they announce we're not signing a striker we've just signed Vegost on a two year contract kill me now 
It's got to be a cup. I yeah, take a, a cup all day long, absolutely. You're going for the cup? Yeah. Everyone's going for the Always. Cup. Give that goes to two year contract. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Re resounding, so quite, quite resounding. You might all regret this when your FA Cup like buzz lasts about 20 minutes in summer and then you've got two years of watching that shite. Um, <laughs> go back to the game today, sorry. Um, anybody on the pitch um, you thought played well, didn't play well? What, what, what did you make of Martial's performance? I thought it was all right, me personally. First, first half, I thought he, some of his touches were quite neat. He, he still looks like somebody who's running in treacle a little bit, and his, his pace was his big. And I don't know whether that's just a fear of getting injured again, and you know, and, and not wanting to bust a gut. Um, took his goal well, obviously. Um, he doesn't look the same player that he used to do, but I do think he links the game a little bit better than. Certainly, we look better side with him in it than we do Vegas, but none of them are the answer for me. Obviously. Yeah, just following on from that, I think you know Marshall went out on loan last season, didn't he? And it didn't really work out for him. He needs to get a few goals for the end of the season just to get him off the books. Like for me, I think he needs a strong end to the season to persuade someone to come in for him at the season. Wow. And he's on big money, isn't he? And stuff. So there's yeah. probably very few teams that'll do will do that. But he's not the future for us. You know, he's been here a, a lot of years. Um, he'll get he'll get goals like you know I'm not I'm not he's not completely useless like certain of the strikers at United. Well, his goals to game ratio is not that bad, but he's obviously the fact he's been had that many injuries, which yeah, yeah, which yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. also plays on his mind when he's playing because you don't want to get injured. Just but about to say he'll probably be injured before the following game anyway. He just doesn't look fit to me, and, <laughs> no, and I think if you, if you see some players, Luke Shaw, I think is guilty of that when he looks that little bit heavy, you're then susceptible to injuries, and yeah. and I think players have to play. You know, you've got to be one of them who has zero fat on you, and you know. Listen, I'm pretty sure the answer's got a couple of seasons, but you. I'm, again, I'm, I'm guessing here. I'm pretty sure he's not played five games on the bounce for a long time. And that's that's the problem, isn't it? He's either been out injured or obviously plays a couple of games on, back on the bench or whatever. Um, and that's a big problem for somebody who's been here near, nearly ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Why was it? Huh? When did we sign him? Yeah. Yeah, it's when he's. 15, I think I'd read the other day that he's only scored something like 15 goals in the last three seasons, and yeah. uh, most of that I think is down to obviously not being available. Um, Obviously, we missed Rashford um, yeah. for the goals, goals output. Um, would you a bit worried when you did see him on a team sheet today? And yeah. Would you now wrap him in, wrap him in cotton wool to make sure he's because it, the thing with Rashford is as well. There's no point in having him on the pitch for me unless he is 100 percent. Because I think if he's not 100 percent, he sulks around the pitch a little bit. He's not the same player. He has to be physically absolutely bang on. He can't go three weeks without playing, though, can he? I don't that's that's the problem. He can't just not play him for three weeks. So he's going to have to feature at least. Uh, you know. Not much travelling involved, at home, you know, two home games. But again, he's got he's got to for me play at least half a game, sixty minutes a minute. Especially the week before, I don't think it's the type of player where he can because he's, he's going to have a rest Just now. Just come straight back uh, yeah. next Bournemouth next week, isn't it? We've got Bournemouth away, then we've got yeah, Chelsea. So he's, so he's not played for two weeks when he plays next week, okay. and then we've got Chelsea on the Thursday, is it? Yep. And so I think I think he's got to feature in the last two games just to keep him fresh, and you know, if he's not got a, a knock, but. Uh, only Tag knows that maybe and why he didn't play today. Maybe it's just purely resting him. I don't know. Took, took a gamble. Just you, right? We'll we'll wrap it up as usual as we always do. It might be one of the tough ones to do today. I know you've been thinking about this during the match because I can't really think of anybody who particularly stood out. Uh, but I'm going to ask you for who your player of the match was today. Uh, I, I think I mentioned it at the beginning. I, I mentioned two players, and it was again Bruno, just purely because of his running as well as not giving up. And I thought Anthony did really well. He did a really good run. Set up the first goal, so you know I'm not I've not been Anthony's his biggest uh, fan. I've uh, been quite critical of him since Christmas, especially. So I think for that reason, he, he is showing you know a lot of a lot of uh, perseverance. I think, and obviously again he was getting a lot of stick. Got some and, you balls know, on him, he? yeah, you know one foot and all that, and yeah, and me included. So for that reason, I think I'm going to go with Anthony. James, yeah, I think I think I mean if Galacha was on the pitch longer, like like I said, I would have liked to have seen 
more of what he did. But yeah, I think I think Steve's right. To be fair with Anthony, I think the frustrating thing is for me is that he gets himself into those situations, and I think he's had a bit of bad luck in terms of there's been some really good saves that have stopped him from scoring. But there is definitely a play there. It's just I'd like to see like a lot of United's players the consistency hasn't been at the expected level, basically. But I think, in a way, it's almost similar to Martial. If you can get that player out of him that's definitely in there, then you can, you can beat United for at least four or five years. Yeah, you know. Play somewhere. John? Uh, I'm going to be controversial and say De Gea. He, he, he didn't do it, didn't do a right <laughs> lot, but he kept a clean sheet and, you know, he didn't do anything silly. He even sucks up all, did he? You know it's a bad game, or even that game stocks that low. Um, I'm gonna agree, I'm gonna agree with the boys. I thought Fernandez did okay. He was, he was our main creative threat, but I'm gonna give it Anthony for being persevering, like you just said, and obviously did really well with the goal. Which he's not always done well with. He's not always made the right choices in front of goal. So he played a nice pass. Perhaps could have scored a couple of goals. He, he looked always our threat. So I'm gonna give it give him the much coveted uh, United we stand player of the match award. Thank you so much to everyone who came by today uh, about the mag. It was lovely to sell um, in what was, it was a big orange ball in the sky instead of rain, which yeah. was obviously quite weird. Everyone sunburned. Um, so yeah. Well, do you know what? <laughs> after, after spending all, <laughs> after all summer, mo all season, sorry, moaning about the weather, it got to about 20 minutes before kickoff when the sun was just beaming down and I was like, Christ, I'd love it to rain now. That game in January, <laughs> being blown down the street. But yeah, it's, you have to be careful what you wish for. But, but it does make a massive difference around the ground, doesn't it? Just to be able to sell in those conditions and people stopping by and having a chat and buying yeah, a mag absolutely. and things yeah. like that. So it's nice to see everybody and thanks to everyone who bought the mag. Um, it's, a, it's a quite a good busy day for us, so things are going well. Um, Chelsea, we will be back. Obviously, the next game's away at Bournemouth, uh, but then we finish the season with two home games, so we'll be back um, with coverage from those two games yep. um, in the meantime everyone take care enjoy the sunshine and um, we'll be back soon bye bye